Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. We continue to count down to the start of spring training. A uh, new face this year for the Brewers, a guy who's going to come in and uh, be competing for playing time. Maybe he even he's going to turn into the everyday third baseman for the Brewers. We'll have to wait and see. He is uh, Daniel Robertson. He joins us right now on the program. Daniel, thanks for uh, taking some time. How are you doing? Matt, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to uh, meet a lot of new faces and uh, get going here soon. Thanks for having me yeah, on. We're- uh, we're uh, glad to have you on. We're excited to see what you can do with the team. I'll start with this. Uh, what was it about the Brewers, especially, that uh, you were intrigued and wanted to sign with the club? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, definitely a lot played into the factor, of course. But, uh, man, when, when it, you know, after talking to a couple teams and whatnot, it just, it just, what really struck me the most was uh, um, I, I had heard nothing. But great things, you know, uh, through through the wire, just through buddies that, you know, have been in the organization, are in the, you know, big league organization. And uh, just word of mouth, it was really what struck me at first after, uh, you know, talking to Craig and David Stearns. Um, so, it, it, you know, that, that played a lot into it. And then basically just uh, the opportunity they, they presented me. Uh, kind of like you said, we'll, we'll have to see what happens, but it's exciting to know that, uh, you know, I, I, I have a chance to, to be, you know, an everyday guy if things go right. And uh, obviously, I, I'm not trying to get too ahead of myself, but just excited to, to be able to come in and, and help the team, whether I move around or find a home. And um, just the roster in general excited me um, top to bottom, ton of talent. Uh, obviously, I have respect for a lot of those guys that are already over there. Uh, a lot of respect for a lot of guys that, you know, that have signed that, that I know really well with the Brewers. So, uh, it, it, it's not going to be one guy. It's going to be a collective group that, that helps the team win this year, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to doing. So it's exciting. Is there a guy or two on the team that you're already uh, pretty close friends with? Yeah. Um, I, over the years, I would say, you know, baseball is such a small small world. Mm-hmm. I've roomed with uh, Daniel Vogelbach back in the, the um, Arizona Fall League in, in 2014 or 15, whatever year it was. So I'm close with him. Um, known Yelich over the years. I used to play with his little brother uh, in, a, in a travel ball organization back in you know high school and whatnot. And um, a couple minor league signs: Obi Milner, Timmy Lopes, uh, Dylan Cousins. I know Keston pretty well. So um, it seems like Jacob Nottingham. I, I feel like the, the list can kind of go on and on. These are guys that I don't want to just say I know from playing against, but I've you know uh, worked out with in the off season or ha- had a prior pretty good relationship with so like i said it, it's a exciting buzz around the team and and um, a ton of good guys uh, we got a chance to talk with you know craig and pat murphy and andy and it's just uh it, it seems like a ton of great guys man and that's 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 everything i heard from guys that have been in and out uh talked with avi garcia you know he said the same thing so just excited to get out and and you know meet some new people see some familiar faces and and just get going, man. It's going to be exciting, and, and uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. But, like I said, I, I think it's going to be a collective whole, and there's a lot of guys, you know, with a lot of versatility and different ways to help the team. So it's definitely uh, it's exciting, man. So, What was the free agency? That's so slow. There's so many guys who are still free agents. As you went into it and experienced it and had some conversations with teams, what was that like? Did it feel different than uh, than, than what it would what what it's been? I, I guess it's your first time being a free agent, I think. But just overall, I mean, what the it's it's so slow out there. It can't be an easy thing to go into. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, you know, definitely during these times, it's pretty nerve wracking uh, to say the least, just because there's so much unknown, you know. And I, I, I kind of got got a whiff of this a um, couple years back. I, I don't know. I don't remember if it was 17 or 18, but I remember starting to see free agency kind of trend this way where guys were signing, you know, a couple weeks into spring or signing super late and just kind of scratched my head about it. Didn't understand. Obviously it didn't, didn't relate to me because I wasn't going to be a free agent for years to come. So, um, but I I just think like for me personally, I'm just very humbled and blessed to, to, you know, be able to to sign with the team and have something uh, in stone and, and, you know, have my mind, ready for where I'm going to show up for spring training, just things like that. You know, as ball players always got to check off the list, you know, and um, it is, man, it's weird times. Obviously it's, it's a very slow process. Um, from what I've heard, it's been slow the last couple off seasons. So uh, just personally for me, it, it was exciting to, to get the ball rolling, talking to teams, you know, that were interested um, and, and eventually, uh, you know, ultimately get something done and, and just have that, that kind of that monkey off your back, just because, with these these times you know it's just it's heartbreaking to see you guys not getting deals or you know guys having to settle for for minor league deals and i'm just i can't i can't really put into words how fortunate and and just humbled i am to to have this opportunity man because as baseball players we have such a small window and you just don't know when it's going to be it you know and and for a team to believe in me and, 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 you know, have their eyes on me and, and kind of have a, have a vision for me this year uh, was very just exciting and, and humbling, like I said. So uh, definitely, definitely weird times, man. Um, it's, it's slow. It's, you know, ho- you know, hopefully guys start falling off the board, but um, you know, I, I obviously wasn't a, I know where I stand. I wasn't a, a big name free agent going into this off season, but still, uh, very blessed to be able to, you know, kind of have it, have it, and put it behind me, and and just uh, focus on on ball. So, uh, yeah. New Brewer Daniel Robertson continuing to join us here on Brewers Weekly. You've been through a, a few organizations now. This is your fourth. Uh, you had a really good year. The next year, you dealt with some injuries, and then last year it's the sixty game season. There's no fans. You, you went from one team to another in the middle of the year. Are you are you looking forward to just kind of having some consistency and, and just some some normalcy, and we can kind of hope for this year to be closer to that than what we've had recently? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as as a whole, as a as a as a uh, corporation or a business or whatever you want to call it, I think every every player, every coach, every, every you know, everyone's looking forward to some norm- normalcy for sure. Now we'll see how that shakes up in the upcoming weeks as far as report dates and all that. I'm going to be very honest with you. I, I have no idea. There's nothing uh, firm about all that. So kind of still seeing how that all, all plays out. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely looking, looking to kind of get back on track, man. It, it's kind of been a, a weird uh, last couple of years, not, not uh, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, just as, as far as baseball world for me, um, like you said, 19 was, uh, a debacle, I like to call it. It was just I, I kind of could never get going. I was trying to play through, through some things to kind of keep my job, and it, it didn't didn't really pan out for me. And uh, kind of struggled a little bit, and uh, just needed to get healthy, got some things cleaned up, and I was able to take that into to last year. Um, worked worked on you know some things, hitting. Got hooked up with a with a Doug Lotta hitting uh, two years ago, and I, I, I took that into 2020. Man, I, and I was ready to go. I was feeling healthy, figured some things out about my body, and uh, like I said, got my knee cleaned up, 
and uh, was feeling really good. And then obviously we got shut down and I'm not going to sit here and, and complain about all that. It's just the way it is. You know, there, there's way worse situations out in the world, you know, that people had to go through. But um, yeah, I think the shortened season last year, it, it just kind of bouncing, you know, from team to team, alternate side over to the Giants and then getting a chance with them. They, they, they really helped me get back on my feet and uh, for, for the limited opportunity I had over there, I feel like I played pretty well. So, um, it, 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 needless to say, definitely looking forward. This is for me is a fresh start. I'm, I'm 26 going into my age 27 season. I feel like I got a lot of ball ahead of me. Um, I've seen numerous, I, I've said this to, you know, when I first agreed to turn with the Brewers and, and I did an interview, I told guys like, and, and as a competitor, you always want to believe in yourself. I told them, Hey man, like I, I've seen it happen too many times where, where guys, you know, later in their career will break out. And I, I don't even think I'm old in my career, you know what I mean? So I'm just happy to have an opportunity to hopefully, you know, make that come to fruition. And um, obviously there's a lot, a lot of work to do and, and a lot of things that have to play out. But, um, you know, it, it's nice that I have an organization that's behind me, that believes in me and, and knows what I can do with an opportunity. And, and uh, you know, we'll just see how, how, how the chips fall. But uh, I think I'm I'm as prepared as I was last year, if if not more. And that's kind of what's cool about, you know, well, not cool, but I've had a chance, you know, I feel like with some downtime, you know, during quarantine and all that stuff, not playing it, I was able to really work on some things and, and it helped me out last year. So I'm excited to, to be able to have built on that this off season and, and uh, take it into spring, you know, on an even higher note. So like I said, we'll see how it all shakes out and uh, just, just eager and hungry and, and, and excited to, to see the guys and get going. You've never played uh, a game at, at what was Miller Park, now American Family Field, right? Um, have not. I missed the I missed the trip in 2017 when uh, our our uh, interleague play was against the NL Central. So I, I missed I missed going to Milwaukee. I believe if the team even went there, or did, I don't know, maybe the Brewers came to us. I'm not sure, but I know I missed a couple of the NL Central parks that year, um, just being out due to. Uh, being on the deal or whatever, but um, no. So I, I've been to the park actually when I played in Beloit in 2013 with uh, the Oakland A's, you know, low A team. Uh, mm-hmm. We we had like a day off or whatever. We we took a trip up to Miller Park and the, the A's were in town playing the Brewers, so we went to go see a game there. So really cool, obviously a, a, an exciting ballpark, really neat ballpark, uh, rich tradition, history, you know, fan base, team, playoff team. It's all it's all exciting stuff. Um, even a great sports city. You got the Bucks and the Packers, and, and uh, you know it's just a good, good city to to go and play in. And you know fans are great, so um, definitely excited to to get back and, and see see the new named ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing for you, and this is really cool. You've got the Robertson Family Foundation, um, and and you support families uh who are impacted by cancer uh, i know it's uh it, it honors your father who is a non-smoker who i believe passed away from lung cancer in, in 2013 can you talk right. a little bit more about this organization and what you're trying to do with it yeah absolutely so um as you mentioned i uh, lost my lost my father in 2013 um so after that we kind of started coming up with ideas like hey how how can i give back how can we impact the community that I'm either playing in or, or the community I grew up in and, and just how can we help families who are in need? And um, we just, we, we it, it, I didn't realize how, how uh, it's a, it's a stretch to, to get a foundation going. There's a lot of legality things you have to go through and just um, it's a, it's a long process to get it going. So 
I think we started uh, the process shortly after my dad passed. So let's say 2000, end of 13, 2014. And uh, we didn't have our first event till 2016. So um, basically, just as far as the events go, we stole the ideas from just the, uh, the, the, the Rays Fan Fest that I would go to back in the day. Um, you know, just like any other team does, like a winter caravan, or we, we would set up games. Uh, fans would purchase a ticket to enter the facility we use, and we would have kind of game set up, uh, autograph section, um, food trucks, like you name it, it was there. It was a, a big old fan fest, and I would get about, I don't know, 20, give or take 20, 25 of, of my local pro pro ball player buddies um, in the area, you know, who would come out and, and help me out with these events. And it's awesome, man. We've raised a ton of money over the last couple of years doing these events. And it's, it's one thing to do the events and have people come out and start seeing, you know, money flow. But, but when you are able to take the money and put it to use and and help families who, um, you know, aren't able to provide and we pay for whether it's a, a month on their house mortgage or six months on their house mortgage, whatever it is, there's any way we could help with, uh, medical bills, whatever. Um, that's what we do. And, um, there was one more thing I was going to touch on and it's slipping, slipping my head, but, oh, that's what it was. Just basically if the the breadwinner of the family is sick and, and can't work to provide for their family, um, that's what we're there to do. Obviously when, when my dad was sick going through treatment, um, our life didn't, didn't change, uh, drastically, you know, and a lot of families aren't in that, in that position. Um, so it just really hit home, and I know how tough it is going through it and some of the, you know, life changes that happens. And our goal was just to get out and, and help those families in need. And like I said, there's nothing more humbling and just heart-filling than, than being able to have people apply for assistance and, and uh, eventually help them out uh, financially. So we've been able to do that with quite a few families, you know, really in the last year or two. And uh, it's a bummer this year. Obviously, it's hard to do an actual in-person event. Um, so we're actually setting up something next week to try to do something virtually just to get it going. Um, I would imagine it, it's probably not going to raise as much money as we have in the last couple of years. But um, it's definitely something just to, just to keep the foundation going and, and keep the name out there and just let people know um, what we do uh, just Long story short, I've already had a chance to help a, a family in Wisconsin that heard, you know, through the wire what I do. So it's, um, it, 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 it's, it's honestly the success on the field, the baseball stuff that comes with it is one thing, but to be able to to be on somewhat of a platform to to do this is is what I've always kind of dreamed of, you know, to to be a big. Um, well, not even a big name guy yet, but you know, obviously, as my career progresses, hopefully, I get to that point, and um, you know, this thing really takes off. But I've had help from you know guys like Albert Pujols and Joe Kelly, good friends of mine, that come out. Uh, Josh Hader has been to one of my events. Um, those are just to, to name a few guys that are, are you know established big leaguers, and then um, a lot of you know I can't even think to name other guys, but just a few to that have come out to help me. So it's, I, I I'm really, I, I'm like in awe of it because I, I, I didn't know how to the capacity of how we could help, but to see it happen is, is awesome. And I know I kind of took that on longer 
I probably wanted to, but I just, for anyone listening out there, please, if there's anyone you know that needs help, whatever, uh, please apply for assistance and, and we, we will help out any way we can. So um, definitely, definitely love that we're able to do that. So th- thanks for asking about it. Yeah, it's an awesome thing you're doing. And the website is uh, DanielRobertsonFamilyFoundation.org. People can also donate as well, especially this year Correct. where money's not coming in quite as much. Encourage our listeners to uh, head to that website again, DanielRobertsonFamilyFoundation.org. Daniel, th- thank you so much for taking this time. This is a great conversation, and uh, look forward to hopefully meeting you uh, face-to-face, not just on a, on a post-game Zoom call <laughs> here this season. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Matt, and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys soon. Thanks for uh, taking the time to reach out. You bet. Thank you so much. There's uh, Daniel Robertson joining us, and we appreciate him uh, taking some time with us. And that's his organization is really, really, really cool. Uh, Again, org. This is Brewers Weekly.